0: The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of on-demand audio for the whole family. Your kids or grandkids can listen to the popular radio drama Adventures in Odyssey and two-minute Bible stories called Quick Sticks whenever it suits you. Whether you're in the car for a few minutes or for a longer trip, these two programs will keep the kids entertained. New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media is pretty clear in telling us what success looks like and since for most of us our idea of success is informed more by our culture than by god's word we're kind of immersed in this notion of worldly success living our lives for god though often means that in the world's eyes we look anything but successful and some of us I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take another look at your life from a different perspective. You know, it never ceases to amaze me how different God's plan for success is from the world's plan for success. I mean, you and I know the world's plan all too well. We have it shoved in our faces and dangled under our noses at least a hundred times a day. You're successful if you're beautiful, if you're wealthy, if you have power and position if you have a big house and a shiny new car, that's when you're successful. Just recently, I visited the city of Perth, the capital city of Western Australia, for only the second time in my life. And a good friend of mine, Ben, drove me around to show me the sights. And one of the places he took me to was Billionaire's Row, a few streets with some of the most expensive houses in the country. Now, they were lovely houses, but they were absolutely massive. They were built to make a statement. Look at me. Look at what I can afford. And this image, this this model of success is what we have dangled under our noses so many times each day that, well, it's easy to start believing it. And that's where we can get our wires crossed. That's when we can start equating the blessing and the favour of God with what the world says makes you successful. So then, when things don't seem to be going well in our lives, when we're we're travelling through a trial or a temptation, sometimes even torment, we can easily come to the conclusion that obviously God isn't pleased with us or we have failed God. Obviously something's wrong. I'm, I'm in the wrong place. I'm doing the wrong thing, on the wrong path. Obviously, right? And so instead of pursuing that one gift that God has placed within us, that one call on our lives to go and be what God made us to be and to do what God made us to do, it's so easy to be ashamed of that failure. I remember when I decided to toss in my rather lucrative career as an international IT and management consultant to go into this full-time ministry. One of my colleagues joked that I was pursuing a career of, of genteel poverty. It's so easy to be ashamed when we're trying to live our lives for God and things don't seem to be conforming to the world's idea of what success is. And then what happens is we get pulled off course. We, we give up. We head off in another direction. You know, I remember a time not that long ago when here at Christianity Works we were doing things really tough financially and most of the staff hadn't been paid for a few months. And someone said to me, Bernie, maybe, maybe it's God saying to you you're in the wrong place. Maybe you're meant to be going back to consulting and earning some serious money. Maybe you're doing the wrong thing being in ministry. This was the day after a young woman, Amy, who had come to my online blog at the point of suicide, had been pulled back from the brink because I was able to share the word of God with her, because others who were visiting the blog encouraged her and prayed with her. And just the day before, she'd been at the point of taking her own life. And then she posted these words on my blog. Last night, I had my first encounter with God. I could actually feel Him. Wow! Seriously, the best feeling ever. He kept me up practically all night, and unlike last week where I was hiding my face in my pillow so my parents wouldn't hear me cry, last night I was hiding my face in my pillow so that my laughter wouldn't wake them up. I kept bursting out in laughter and song and dance while lying in my bed. I'd been crying out to him for so long to let me feel his love and his presence and he finally answered my prayer. I have never felt this good in my life. It is awesome. Thank you to all who prayed and for the words of encouragement and yay God. So go and tell Amy we're in the wrong place here at Christianity Works doing the wrong thing. Do do you see how easy it is to be misled, to be drawn away from God's greater purposes by mistaking a worldly idea of what success is for the real thing. Now this is nothing new and the Apostle Paul was encouraging his protege Timothy to rekindle the gift that God had placed within him. Paul takes the trouble to talk about this whole tension around success and how you and I can become ashamed. 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning at verse 8. So, so Paul says, Look, do not be ashamed then, Timothy, of the testimony about our Lord or of me as his prisoner, but join with me in suffering for the gospel, relying on the power of God, who saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own grace and purpose. This grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Saviour Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to life through the gospel. For this gospel, I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher, and for this reason, I suffer as I do, but I am not ashamed, for I know the one in whom I have placed my trust, and I am sure that he is able to guard until that day what I have entrusted to him. See, Paul suffered in order to bring the good news of Jesus to a lost and hurting world, and before him, Jesus suffered. Jesus became an abject failure so that you and I might have eternal life. See, you and I, we're not here to be successful in the world's eyes, we're not here to get all the glory. The one place that I have discovered real fulfilment and real joy and real satisfaction and real life is in taking that one thing that God has given me, that that gift and that ability to be a storyteller for him, and using it the way I am right now. There's an alternative, a clear alternative, to chasing after the world's brand of success. There is a true way, not, not a way that crosses the wire and equates worldly success with godly success, but a narrow road, an oft-times difficult road, a road full of trials and temptations that every Christ follower is called to take. And that way is a way that Paul shared with Timothy as he was travelling through his own trials. 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning at verse 13. Paul said, "'Look, hold on to the standard of sound teaching that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Guard the good treasure entrusted in you with the help of the Holy Spirit living in us.'" You're aware that all who are in Asia have turned away from me, including figalus and Hermogenus. May the Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. And when he arrived in Rome, he eagerly searched for me and found me. May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day. And you know very well how much service he rendered me in Ephesus. See, everyone deserted Paul in his trials and his afflictions except one man. Everyone's gone their different way, and in the face of that, what does Paul do? Does Paul take the easy road? Does Paul deny Christ? Does Paul chase after the mob? Does he base his actions on the opinion polls? No. He writes to his dear friend Timothy and says, look, their opinions aren't worth anything. Stick to God's word. stick to the sound teaching of Jesus, and guard this treasure, this gospel that's been entrusted to you with the help of the Holy Spirit who dwells in you. Paul is not swayed by the worldly template of success, by the opinions of men. He knows he was called to be an apostle. He knows he was called to be one sent out to take the good news of Jesus to the world. He knows that Timothy has been called to be a pastor and a teacher, one called to grow people in their faith and their relationship with God. And Paul's not ashamed of the chains, of being in prison. He's not thrown off course by some imposter called success. He counts as nothing what he left behind. His seat on the ruling Sanhedrin, the the potential to grow a mega-following as a leading rabbi of a Pharisee sect. And he presses on to follow his calling and to exercise his gifts. And here's the thing, 2,000 years on, we're still talking about him. 2,000 years on, God is still ministering to us through the Apostle Paul. today, I was just wondering if I could ask for your input, a bit of help if you will to guide me along the way As you might imagine, we receive a lot of feedback to a different perspective from right around the world and one of the most common things people say is, I wish you could teach more about subject X or whatever So that got me to thinking wouldn't it be great if we could be a bit more deliberate about that Wouldn't it be great if I could get your input on the teaching topics that would really speak into your life? So could I ask you, when you have a moment, to head across to teachingtopics.org to have your say. It'll only take you a couple of minutes, and who knows how many other people right across the globe might be blessed by your God-inspired ideas. That web address again is teachingtopics.org. Just a few minutes of your time could have a powerful impact that ripples out into countless places that we can't even begin to imagine. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with A Different Perspective.